0: Podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss the latest thought provoking ideas and concepts which we stumbled upon on our self improvement journey. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co host, Elias. I'm Yassin, and let's dive right into this week's topic, which is gonna be journaling. Well, I mean, we're not gonna talk about writing diaries exactly, and you know, <laughs> the kind of stuff you see on American movies but we're going to talk about it in a more let's say productive context when it comes to journaling for self improvement for self reflection and all of that. Yeah, mm.
1: man. But but wait, before we get into that actually, honest question right now, have you ever had like a diary in that
0: in <laughs> in, in, in the original sense? <laughs> um I have, yes, I have. <laughs> when I was I think about 11 or 12 years old, I decided to start writing a diary. And mm-hmm. the reason was, I I just wanted to feel cool. I, I thought it was really cool to have a diary <laughs> or to be able to yeah. say that you have a diary. Especially to girls, you know. If you mention that to girls, oh my god, you're so sensitive and wow. My god. You know, that was kind of <laughs> the idea behind it. <laughs> so I started carrying a little notebook with me at school mm-hmm. and... Writing in uh, in the breaks between classes, in mm. you know, sh- such that the girls could see me writing in that little notebook and ask me, "Oh, what oh, you're yeah. writing there?" And, oh, just my journal. I'm just journaling my thoughts. And, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think I did that oh for gosh. maybe maybe a month or so. And after that, I got bored. And I realized that people weren't giving me the attention I was hoping to have, so I just stopped. <laughs> <thought, laughs>
1: <laughs> oof man yeah yeah i didn't know about that probably i didn't notice probably i'm not a girl
0: <laughs> no that was <laughs> you wanted to impress <laughs> well actually if i think about well, yeah. was it in fourth grade rather than fifth grade i don't oh, know Okay, man, then... somewhere around there but yeah it was fun oh my gosh <laughs> man what about actually, you my Have you thought, ever done my that? thought process
1: would be the, exactly the other way around because Oh man, a guy that's have that that's keeping a diary, how uncool, man. <laughs> like you have to be tough. You don't need to think about emotions. Right. I, like if, if we project that back into the, the good childhood days where everything was black and white and not very thought through. Um right. for me actually, I think I, I as far as I remember, I might be wrong. <laughs> I don't I didn't have any diary or any sort of thing like that. And if I did, then maybe just one or two days or so, and then I give it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. we all have those notebooks lying around, countless of them, the first three pages filled maybe, and then in, when we're shopping, oh man, that notebook looks cool, <laughs> or somebody gives us a new one, notebooks yeah. are yeah, yeah, lying around in staples in some drawer, and they're not getting filled, man. But yeah. I guess today we want we want to make a point for for journaling, not not to have well to some part also having a diary, maybe, but the more self reflective than um, recap
0: oriented type. Yeah, absolutely. I suggest we start by kind of discussing the different types of journaling techniques, let's say there are. And yeah. you know there aren't that many and there aren't that fancy, but let's just talk about them. So first and one which I, is I probably, actually yeah, yeah. oh you, you have extensive notes. I just wanted to ask which
1: kinds do you mean because I, I I'm I don't know that much about um
0: <laughs> about different journaling techniques. So please enlighten me. Sure. Uh I think we'll we'll just do that in the course of the episode. Um mm. let's start very basic I think probably most people have done that and it's kind of this let's say diary technique of journaling daily either in the morning yeah. or at night or just having this routine of writing down, down thoughts and ideas. I I would also kind of consider that journaling because I've realized mm-hmm. that in my second brain in my notes section where I just which is basically my quick capture system where I just jot down notes, it kind of reflects my self-growth journey if i look back at notes i've made a year ago i can very vividly remember in what kind of mental space i was during that time yeah so in a way yeah it's it's kind of journaling and as we've talked about in private i think you've mentioned that you have started to develop a daily journaling routine so would you like to talk about that (laughs)
1: no obviously not why are you bringing that up (laughs) man no no yeah sure um i mean it would be hypocritical to say that it works out perfectly for me right now and um even though i only have tried it out for for about two weeks right now because um with all habits i guess they they need time to to set in to form and then you can really evaluate whether that's something for you or not Because at the beginning, you're excited about something new. But as far as I can tell right now, my journaling routine, I like it quite a lot. I'm using Notion. And what I'm basically doing... um, I can quickly switch to the Notion area where where I'm keeping my notes here. Um, What I'm basically doing is every morning when I get up, um, I have like a little table here and I make a new entry. Um, the day name, and then um, I I have like a little template where I can write down first of all three things I'm I'm grateful for, and today uh, seems to be a pretty weird entry. I just remember because I'm grateful for electricity, <laughs> for <Right>. fruits, <laughs> and for good infrastructure. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Is there and I story s- behind that?
1: <laughs> no, I, I guess um, electricity is quite uh, useful nowadays because otherwise I wouldn't be able to take my notes. Anyways, fruits because I enjoyed uh, quite some good apples this morning. <laughs> right <laughs> and good infrastructure. I, I guess I thought on a larger <laughs> scale. There, <laughs> I guess right. it was warm inside and outside. It was yeah. Pretty cold. It's getting colder here. Winter is coming, coming yeah. in here in Germany slowly, but surely. Yeah, a bit, bit weird. Um, and I have to say, it's quite difficult to come up with uh, three distinct things that you haven't mentioned previously. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't notice that it is that uh, difficult to come up with things you're grateful for, but it makes you aware of them a bit more. Then um, I come up with three things. Um, That would make make my day great if they'd happen um yeah and on here i have um as my second point recording a nice podcast episode (laughs) right um well then other than that a bit other work related stuff like finishing homework and um certificate course i'm currently doing which i've done so yeah podcast episodes still remaining and like spending some a nice time with friends which will i will do after this podcast episode as well yeah so those things would make my day great and the only thing and then i have like a section of the one thing i want to do today or i want to get done today um where which um includes the certificate thing i just mentioned why, why would I include uh, that in there? Because if we focus especially on one thing, all of our resources uh, on one day, um, on, on one thing in particular you want to get done, we usually will get it done. Whereas the usual <laughs> schedule type of thing includes like tens of uh, or dozens of different things, um, which are all on the list. And we tend to pack our day way too full. And don't manage or overestimate our our efficiency in working on those tasks. And I also noticed that way too often for me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that I can do this. This will only take an hour (laughs) or so. Whereas, uh, oops, four hours for making it uh, more or less uh, good was the actual case. So I focus on one thing. And then, um, yeah, yeah. then i also have like a daily affirmation in there um in the sense of um a kind of mood or mindset i want to be uh, mind or mood set i want to be in um in particular that day and um <laughs> okay that was that was a bit of a weird one Wait, um let's uh, as an example um, I am not too harsh to myself for not knowing something as an example from, right. from a few days ago yeah um, so what is this section of the journal supposed to do um, it's supposed to bring me in the right mindset for the day okay I want to get that stuff done um, I, I know that um, I can't take everything for granted therefore therefore, I'm grateful for this and this and this and um, last point or like uh, I'm defining what I definitely want to get done today with the one thing I have, (laughs) I have defined there. And the last point, um, to really get me into the right mood set uh, mindset, um, is the daily affirmation because, okay, I can not expect like, man, today I have theoretical physics and it will be difficult to understand. (laughs) And, um, it's, I, I really I really hate it if I have to put in twice the effort to understand something than it actually needs and therefore I can write down man, okay, I'm not too harsh to myself if, if I don't know if I don't know it already in the morning, for example. So <laughs> that's the first part of the journal which I'm doing in the morning. and in the evening, um, the even more interesting thing I, I'd say is um, I rate the day, Um, on a level from ranging from one to nine um, in my energy my stress levels my mood my health my discipline and my focus and there I can see okay the last few days my energy levels have been quite low maybe I should go to sleep earlier or my stress levels have been quite high man I think a pause or a break would be quite good my mood is bad Um, I should maybe um do more sports interact with other people more do less work or or even more important like health man take a step back um so it's like an, an early warning system in that sense that gives me a bit of um, time for reflection about whether i'm going the right direction um for in in the basic need sense and that was a quite elaborate <laughs> view into into my journaling system <laughs> which i which i yeah set up with with my second brain a few weeks
0: ago yeah right but, but. okay <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the roasting begins where do we go from here <laughs> let me yeah, look yeah, yeah. okay uh, i think we did, we've discussed that also i think in the podcast and in private we yeah. talked about how i have tried to kind of have a daily journal in a way or to Mm -hmm. have a daily reflection setting and for yeah for some reason it just didn't seem to work out for me and my reasoning behind that was and kind of still is although i must say after your uh, presentation here i'm (laughs) a little more convinced to uh, give it a serious try but Mm -hmm. my reasoning has been that you know i feel like i am constantly just i'm constantly reflecting during the day and writing down stuff and kind of improving tweaking my systems and all of that and therefore daily reflecting often doesn't really do much for me because it feels Mm -hmm. like i'm just pouring water into a cup that's already full you know it's, it's just something that feels forced and something that just feels like i'm just going through the motions because someone on the internet has said that it must be helpful you know yeah but i do realize the benefits and especially the benefits of your nighttime reflection where you kind of rate your day based on Mm. those different factors stress levels and all of that i feel like that could really really benefit me but the thing in the morning with what I'm grateful for and what I'm focusing for on the day and stuff like that, I just already do in my head anyways. So mm-hmm. sitting down and writing it down to me kind of feels like a waste of time for me personally, mm-hmm. obviously. But I also do see the benefit of having it somewhere written down um so that you can kind of reference it later and look at it Um in two months and think oh man i've improved so much or whatever i've become a more grateful person in general or i've become more reflective and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i don't know man for me it's just it just doesn't do it right (laughs) now yeah um i
1: on that part I, i kind of i kind of have to agree um at least i didn't consciously notice any benefit any major benefits from doing it right away um because writing down what you're grateful for um okay let's let's introduce that in another setting as i as i said before i have done that for about two weeks now and obviously it's also like a a trial run for me whether it works or whether it doesn't work and um so far I've noticed that in the morning, <laughs> similar to you, actually, um, I'd rather get to work right away. Um, right. And when and when I'm journaling, uh, when I'm writing that down, then in a the moment, yeah, that's very useful. But the reflection that should be connected to a statement like, um, I'm, I'm grateful for um, all of the cool friends I have. The reflection that should be taking place there for, I don't know, another 10 or 15 minutes connected to that. Not just writing it down because that seems like a reasonable thing to say. That is not taking place because I'm just finishing the first um, journal part of it. And whereas actually uh, I'm I'm already like thinking about work and... (laughs) and and then trying trying to start out right away afterwards and i'm not paying uh, too much reflect too much attention too much reflection to it so i see why um i i see your point there and i think i'll continue for it for a bit more and if i if i sense that it's more of a waste of time than useful for me i will also drop it
0: all right
1: the the one thing i want to get done today that's actually quite useful though like putting your focus on one thing first
0: first things first. absolutely <laughs> but again i've i've I, I i had a period where i i did that i kind of wrote on, on my nice sticky notes here i mm. uh, wrote kind of my daily highlights i call them so basically one two three things let's say that yeah. uh have a major impact on my general life let's say well major impact is difficult on a daily basis right Sure, but I mean major impact in the sense, okay, what would be more beneficial to me to kind of clean up the kitchen which i mean obviously is important or to focus on getting that lecture done you know kind of st- what what's more important what's more relevant <laughs> and what's kind of moving the needle you know depends how many depends how many months you let the kitchen add up yeah sure <laughs> no but uh, that was a bad example <laughs> but anyways mm-hmm. you kind of get the yeah, idea What know. what are the most mm-hmm. important things basically and kind of focusing your energy on that first And then you can focus on all the admin stuff and whatever, whatever's also important and should get done, but isn't as important as the other stuff. Um, So yeah, I've been doing that. And I think that's part of the reason why I don't feel the need to, you know, have that in a journaling template and to sit down every morning to think about it for more than honestly 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because as I said, to me, As of now, it it just seems like a waste of time and I'd rather just wake up and get to work and know what my daily highlights of the day are and just focus on them and work on them. And then Mm -hmm. all the other stuff kind of takes care of itself. But as I said, I really want to try it and see for myself. Try it maybe for, let's say, three months. That's already a bit ambitious when it comes to journaling because I haven't (laughs) managed to journal more than two weeks i think at a time <laughs> to be honest mm-hmm. but yeah i'm gonna try like that.
1: like that particular way of journaling i just described or
0: i think in general or what do you mean
1: in general apart okay. apart like from the da- time i did that when i was 10
0: <laughs> apart <yeah. from> that, <laughs> i i haven't done any serious journaling for more than two weeks at a time mm-hmm. so yeah but
1: man um it from from uh, the outside view it makes it like seem like okay you value um you value all your work more than the personal reflection stuff going on <laughs> at least at, at least um if you put it like that because i see journaling very much as a self reflection um kind of way but i suppose It depends on the way or on on the way you're doing it right um hmm. how how can we how can you put that man so basically what i think i don't agree with the statement that journaling is a a waste of time uh per per se (laughs) if you can say it that way (laughs) in in english um you just, need to, uh, you just need to find the right way of journaling that you get a benefit from. The right way that um, makes you think, makes you reflect, that you can benefit from. Um, also, m- still months or weeks in the future. And not, um, as you put it earlier, some <laughs> YouTube guru thing. Like, I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that. If it doesn't work for you, then yeah then then I think your mindset is is okay but I'd say journaling in general should should be one of your one of your um, top priorities if you're not reflecting about your life in another way with a second brain or or right. similar thing
0: yeah would, would I you absolutely agree? agree I absolutely agree and I think as often as it often happens on the podcast i kind of like to exaggerate stuff um obviously i'm not saying that it's a waste of time i really see the benefits of it and i know many people who benefit from from it greatly and can live without their journals and all of that but as you all also said i feel like many journaling prompts or many journaling techniques techniques just don't fit me and i feel like They probably fit people that either don't have time or are just not that not the self-reflective kind of person. Are you you implying that you're very (laughs) self-reflective?
1: Well, (laughs) in (laughs) a way (laughs) Yes, in a
0: way. Because you know, I like constantly write down stuff and have ideas and have my sticky notes and my note section and my second brain and all of that. And I write down at least like ten things per day that I noticed that could be improved or that just or just mm-hmm. ideas and all of that, and as I said, sitting down at night then and having this journaling prompt and forcing myself to think about certain things just feels like a complete waste of time to me personally, obviously, yeah to some people it may be very helpful um okay absolutely man, then
1: um then to, to to kind of to kind of sum that part up a bit um journaling for the sake of journaling is a waste of time but yes. you want to get something out of it and yeah. um i guess what you can get out of it with you to if you for example focus on that um on that uh tracking system that i have in place for example um is that you don't have um, single nodes floating in all day long somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> uh, timely spread out at random uh, locations, um, but you can also put them together into a bigger picture um, right. to make a connection between them. And if you have, if you take like the time um, at the end of the day, or what we probably will also discuss, uh, rather maybe at the end of the week. Um, you, you are getting something out of journaling, in my opinion, right? I mean, yes. it's nice to note down your thoughts and keep them somehow maybe in like a big uh, thought inbox where hundreds of thoughts are already piling up in no particular order. But the journaling thing is usually at least from... Or, or like the sorting in those thoughts part at least is for me like kind of quite a reflective thing because there I realize patterns and I can um deduce um certain actions I should take next in different areas of my life.
0: Right. Yeah. So to kind of also clarify and kind of summarize <laughs> my point. So I do yeah. not think that journaling is a waste of time at all. But I do think that certain types or techniques of journaling are just not a fit for me personally. Mm. Um, one of them being, you know, sitting down in the morning and writing things down that I'm grateful for, which I've tried and writing things down that I wanted mm-hmm. to get done that day, which already happens in my head or happens even the night before, you know, stuff like that just is so automated that sitting down and writing it down somewhere, is just a complete waste of time because I'm never going to look at it because I have it in my head already and I kind yep. of already like trained this. myself although there are situations where i have so much going on that i really need to write that down somewhere but then i just do it on a sticky note and stick it somewhere and (laughs) at the end of the day it's going into the trash and then it's done you know um but as you said having a system like this nightly routine of reflecting and having this these different factors and kind of realizing where the things are that should be improved or where you're at risk to you know at risk to burn out or whatever that mm. i see as really useful and that's something that i actually want to implement and that's something yeah. that is it's <laughs> something actionable you know i have to have something mm. actionable and you have to have numbers man from one to yeah tonight. numbers <laughs> may, right i mean yeah part of it but i have to have the feel okay doing this in the medium to long term is actually benefiting mm. me in a way that i can measure in a way that is actionable and that it is kind of very you know pragmatic and all of that so yeah that's kind of my point more or less okay
1: yeah you but you kind of have convinced today, me a bit
0: my <laughs> arguments today are not organized whatsoever
1: yeah yeah i mean i guess <laughs> oh, some, some somebody will get something out of it i yeah. think you kind of convinced me to drop that morning routine right now because Internally I already noticed that it might not be as useful as I thought it was. <laughs> but now putting it right. out on in, in public on podcast efforts, um, I noticed that I might I might also want to drop the morning routine then. Right. Okay. Earlier a few minutes ago, you kind of teasers different journaling methods that are out there, right? What what yes. have you already done, experienced, worked with? What can you recommend? Don't you recommend? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think you are a bit more experienced
0: in that than I am. (laughs) I don't know if that's true, but I'm just going to talk about my experiences here a bit. So, I feel like the most helpful thing I've done when it comes to journaling is when I was back in our home city. I went to this park uh, when I had you know a lot. (laughs) What? Where it all began. (laughs) Where where it all began. I went to a park and this was during a time where there was just a lot going on and I felt overwhelmed constantly and I wasn't getting stuff done and something wasn't quite right, you know. And I just went to that park, took my notebook with me and really just kind of forced myself a bit to write down every issue and every problem and every thought I have that's kind of bothering me and as authentically and honestly as I possibly can. And I sat there, I think, for two hours or something like that. But after that, I had written, like, I don't know how many pages about how I feel, why I probably feel it, uh, Mm. what the issues currently are, how I could solve them, and all of that. And that really, really, really helped me. So that really Mm. got me out of that hole I was in, kind of. Um, (laughs) I don't really know if that has a name specifically, the technique, Dumping your mind onto paper? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. It kind of is like a journal, but it wasn't something that I was doing con- constantly. It was just something that I would do if I felt like there was no other resource I could go to that could solve my mm-hmm. problems, you know. That, that was kind of the last resort of f- trying to figure out the you know problems or whatever I have. Mm-hmm. And I would say that. Yeah, that was really helpful, generally. Mm, Just trying to formulate your thoughts or your problems or your worries as accurately as you can, as authentically as you can. Trying not to judge yourself too much for it. (laughs) That's also a big part. uh, Because especially if you're used to writing in an academic context, you feel like you have to kind of make sure that uh, the grammar is right and it's well formulated and all of that. Mm. And going you know, the opposite direction and kind of being very honest with yourself and just writing stuff down the way you feel like writing it down. That's quite a big step in the beginning and quite uncomfortable. But as I said, it really helps you kind of get a sort of outsider's perspective on whatever problems you're facing. And it kind of trains you to distance yourself from your problems and look at yourself more objectively, let's say and Mm -hmm. therefore figure out solutions to things that you can't really solve in your own head because if you're thinking uh if if you're trying to solve problems in your head in my experience too much or if they're really big issues then you kind of tend to overthink and that leads to more problems you know so writing that down having an outsider's perspective uh, really helps
1: man i i i partly
0: agree and i partly disagree <laughs> right but sorry what what's what's your point still no man i don't know what's going on with me today but rhetorically i'm just absolute shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm list. i'm i'm listening to myself talking and i'm just like what mm. what are you talking about man i have such wonderful notes prepared here and i'm not even yeah. looking at them because ah, damn.
1: same it. for me man <laughs> but I guess that happens if you if you just r- ramble on about something. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Go ahead. What uh, yeah. do you agree with and what don't you agree with? Okay. First of all, I agree with um, the concept of writing down your thoughts being a very helpful tool to organize them and to come to conclusions and to sort them out and to maybe change them in a way that actually you... Uh, where you realized okay, the way I'm thinking is actually pretty messed up um there I completely agree I'd call that like the 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 importance of speech uh when it comes to thinking about yourself um because yeah as you described writing stuff down obviously very helpful putting it into I don't know different relations with each others um why why is it so helpful now um because i'd say getting to know, know yourself has has a lot to do with finding the right names and concepts uh, the yeah right names and and words for your emotions and your habits and the feelings and everything you're going through right um, and in this case um, i'd disagree with your statement that man. um the f- The stuff I'm writing down doesn't have to be well formulated because from the good formulation and the pinpointing, um, like, uh, in a philosophical way, even like figuring out the meaning of of words and does that apply to me right now or is it rather another word, that already makes you makes you, um, yeah, I I guess that gives you back even more than just. Um, dumping your thoughts, thoughts there. I, I see where you're coming from when when you're saying, um, writing it down unfiltered, and I mean grammar. Okay, doesn't need to be there, but I see like the importance of uh, naming stuff the right way, of 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 putting it out there, of of giving it a, a clear name, a clear concept that you can communicate with. Um, that I f- I think that's way that that's um an underrated concept in in that sense
0: um yeah all right maybe l- let me respond uh, respond to that i agree sure. with your disagreement um probably <laughs> but maybe wasn't I for- got it no a it probably bit wrong, just wasn't you... formulated well on my part as most things in this episode mm. so far <laughs> but um <laughs> oh don't be too harsh to yourself man <laughs> now um yeah not every day can be perfect but what I want to say, it, I just said that because for me, in the very beginning, when I first when I first did that, there was very much this feeling of, there, there was a similar feeling to when I have to write an academic essay, you know? Mm. And kind of, as I said, paying very much attention to the grammar and all of that. And that kind of hold me back to write what I actually think and what I actually feel and I rather wanted to write what sounded good or would sound good in an academic context, you know? That was kind of my personal issue. That's why I kind of mentioned it. But I absolutely agree. You have to structure the stuff, and you have to try to pinpoint it and not to be as precise as you can. I think that's actually the result of trying Mm -hmm. to be authentic because the more authentic you are and the more honest you are with yourself and the less you judge yourself, while writing the more accurate is probably going to be at the end yeah, mm, yeah, yeah so that's what i was kind of referring to but i absolutely agree you have to have a certain structure and focus on choosing the right words for the right problems mm-hmm. and naming your emotions and all of that but also don't think of it as an academic essay because yeah that's yeah yeah no no that,
1: obviously yes yes um right. Uh, but this point, uh, the importance of speech, brings me also to the next point. Um, the more the more you know about language, um, the more different words you know, the better you are at naming those concepts, those feelings, those emotions. And thereby, the better you get at reflecting about yourself. Because you um, can differentiate all these different small nuances. Because... Um, as an example, like, uh, to put out some buzzwords here, w- um, many of us would consider like feelings and emotions to be the same things, right? Right. Like a, a synonym, but you can go into the whole, uh, philosophy spiel and take it apart. Like what is the meaning of that word actually do In which context do we use it? Is that actually like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm um, asking a concept, um, uh, yeah yeah trying to criticize the concepts and figuring out what it's actually for and that brings me to to my advice to um put your mind out there um and let it let it kind of inhale books um, because books um, are kind of a way into the mind of other people um, into their paradigm their choice of words um their way of living their way of thinking and by getting to know a language better by reading more by putting yourself out there um making yourself subject to literature you 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 get better about reflecting about yourself <laughs>
0: absolutely so. I absolutely agree yeah.
1: yep yeah and that's that's now only the first part man because that's all related to reading right or to talking about yourself then we get to writing about yourself where journaling comes in yeah
0: right the the, the, the stuff
1: we or writing about (laughs) something putting out words sorting out thoughts. yeah Yeah. that's what where journaling is is so important
0: absolutely (laughs) but i do think i don't remember who who i've heard say that but there was some Was it Jordan Peterson? I don't know. There was someone who (laughs) once in an interview said that there's actually, like, psychologically no difference between writing Mm -hmm. and thinking. Therefore, Mm -hmm. that's kind of also maybe that's an excuse I'm making up for myself to not have to, you know, sit down and actually journal and actually write stuff down because I feel like I'm already doing that in my head. But, you know, writing is basically the same as thinking that doesn't mean that you should just rely on your thinking and just lie on your rely on your brain to you know figure out that stuff because as i said with issues that are more complex and i feel like the older we get the more complex issues get <laughs> mm-hmm. writing is very very helpful because usually in your Man. head this kind of this network of random ideas and you feel like you you have an idea what's going on there but really you don't mm. And writing down forces you to create a structure and find the right words and really pinpoint the problems, uh, so that you can then find solutions yeah. to them.
1: that that would be my first point of disagreement with uh, Peterson's statement here. I mean, it could be taken; it could be taken out of um, uh, out of out of the intention that it was usually uh, that it was. Man, oh man, I'm also very bad at formulating my thoughts today. Um, what I want to say is maybe um, the study that this experiment or the study that was conducted was aiming at, okay, figuring out thoughts right now, because then I can see, um, okay, thinking is just about as effective as, as writing about something. Um, but in the long term, however, I think writing, having written down something is way, way better than thinking about it. Because yeah. we are no hard drives or notebooks or other um, good physical storing uh, storage systems. And being able to come back to an idea that you had a month ago without it um, being altered in the slightest by your daily human brain shenanigans going on <laughs> is a very powerful concept, in, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I've, I don't remember the context that it was set in, and I don't remember what he was referring to exactly. But yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Writing mm. usually feels a lot harder, especially writing about your feelings and your issues, is a lot harder, and therefore it probably is more effective than just yeah. thinking about stuff and relying on and and like thinking about stuff issues. you
1: you can kind of sneak your way around the uncomfortable and always put it into a more or less nice situation framework and stuff but once you put yeah. it out there on paper it's like in front of you it's a real thing it's you you, you have released it to the world you need right. you are confronted with it right in front of you in a physical way by having it written uh, somewhere yeah yeah <laughs> okay man well. all right man yeah
0: let's let's move on to another point and maybe to not make this episode all too long um yeah. i just quickly summarize and i think most people know that already the types of journaling techniques or whatever yeah um, <laughs> we're still at the beginning man. because yeah we're still <laughs> we at the beginning yet. but yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. talk about the one that i think we have the most discussed on so we talked about kind of daily the daily ritual of journaling either journaling yeah. in the morning might or work, night. Might or work might not work at exactly. least it tracking, might work, might tracking your health people. and stuff is useful. Yeah, exactly. And it can kind of be turned into a diary. You can, I know a lot of people who have, uh, who write. It's basically a diary. Who write at night and just, as I said, try hmm. to write down the thoughts as authentically as possible and organize their issues and all of that. So that is, as a general, very helpful to force yourself to structure your thoughts and your problems and to pinpoint them and to find solutions to them. And obviously, yeah. there are many ways you can do that. You can do that daily, you can do that weekly, monthly, or yearly, whatever. When we talk about <laughs> yearly journaling, we already had an episode a, about right. The, it's probably more the very first the reflection <laughs> of the last year. Was it the very first episode?
1: It was the very first like real episode, like uh, New Year's resolutions and reflecting about the last year and stuff. Right. I wouldn't recommend to do it on on a yearly basis. I'd say weekly or bi-weekly is probably best.
0: Yeah, but I mean... When it comes to deeper thought or recap. I mean, there are a lot (laughs) of interesting templates where you kind of are forced to reflect on your year and Mm -hmm. not specifically make goals for the next year so it's not like new year's resolutions it's just more about figuring out what what went well what you have to improve next year and all of that but Hmm. maybe we're gonna do another episode (laughs) on that who knows but let's talk (laughs) about the one journaling technique let's say that i'm quite convinced about it i really really want to implement as soon Hmm. as possible that i actually implemented this weekend for the first time which i will call my weekly reset the weekly Whoa, reset seems like I'm a productivity fancy. guru
1: um, yeah absolutely concept put it out on youtube
0: okay yeah, yeah man introduce that i'm i'm curious so the weekly reset what i've noticed as i said i if i'm going to journal i have to feel like i'm actually doing something with it that it actually helps me in a manner that i can pinpoint and i can show look because i've done that this is the result of it whatever i re- yep. i need to feel it actually does something so so what i realized that you know especially the first week of uni uh there was obviously a lot going on and lectures and all of that kind of being overwhelmed in the beginning with all the stuff i have to do and i found myself a vast majority of the day kind of doing admin stuff and figuring out stuff and making lists and all of that and kind of things that weren't really productive and I mean, they were necessary because it was the first week and I, you know, had to get used to all of that, but it wasn't really doing much. And what I've realized is that generally, even if I'm at a place where I, you know, don't have to do that much admin stuff, I still waste a lot of time on it. You know, I feel like, Mm -hmm. oh, I could use that technique to improve my calendar. I could use that and that. And then I find myself wasting the next two hours perfecting a system that's already quite good. We've all been there. (laughs) Exactly. So what I figured is that... Pseudo productivity. I... Yeah. I want... I want for, you know, Monday through Friday, let's say at least, to focus on the big stuff, on the highlights of the day, meaning, you know, on... As of now, on university, on the work I have to do, on actually studying, all of that. That's my priority for the five days of the week. The weekend... One day I can choose, or one, it doesn't have to be one entire day, a few hours on the weekend, I choose to do my weekly reset, which is making sure that all my digital files are organized and complete, organizing my task lists, organizing my calendar, kind of preparing the task for the next week, uh, maybe implementing new ideas for improvement, whether it's personal or related to university or whatever it is, Uh, cleaning up rooms if need be. I mean, I don't have that big of a mm. house or whatever i'm living in an apartment but clean <laughs> cleaning up stuff you yeah know, i mean if you um, spill
1: your food or water or juice that can wait wait until the weekend that can wait a week <laughs> no man
0: obviously stuff like that i think i, I said that in a that was a episode. joke man yeah i, I know i know just just to clarify you just act on that if it, it if it takes less than five or ten minutes just do it right then and there mm. but if it's bigger stuff you know clean up the entire kitchen it would probably take me yeah, yeah, at yeah. least an hour or an hour and a half and i won't do that during the week when i have lectures to attend you know mm. um Stuff like that, making sure I'm on the right trajectory, not neglecting things that are important, like physical and mental health, uh, relationships, hobbies, all of that, Uh, making sure I focus on the right things. And as we said, don't fall into the trap of being pseudo productive and on just wanting to appear busy rather than actually getting work done. So I decided to kind of do that every week. And to use that as an opportunity to, as I said, organize all of my systems, make sure they run smoothly, uh, make sure I'm, as I said, on the right trajectory and all of that, so that for the rest of the week, I don't have to worry about that too much. Obviously, there's always going to be stuff that uh, comes up and that needs my attention. But usually those things don't take more than 10 minutes, you know, I I can do that, that during the week, no problem. But the rest of my mental energy, I really want to focus on the big stuff. And on the things that are actually going Mm -hmm. to move me forward. Um, Yeah, man. Man, So, that's kind Uh, of the idea. What do you think?
1: I am very convinced that weekly... Yeah, that that weekly weekly kind of journaling... Or that weekly kind of review thing is very much helpful. Um, I think a week is a very natural unit of time where enough stuff has summed up to be effectively able to think about it for an hour or two or to to organize stuff um i mean it's also natural in the sense because well every well basically every person thinks in terms of weeks um so kind of have to go with the system there a bit um then I I must admit I have been convinced of that concept before. Um, the seven habits of highly effective people were there, obviously <laughs> also <laughs> right. making weekly reviews um, yeah, yeah, convincing me of of their their power kind of that way. Um, so I don't have any major no, I actually I don't think I have any point of of criticism of criticism there. I mean, as always, don't be extreme about stuff. I mean, the example that I just brought up earlier, um, if something needs attention right now, I mean, I don't know, um, your girlfriend, uh, she's not happy about, I don't know, you, you, something you messed up, then you don't want to delay that on... That can wait. Weekend no, man, that can wait. No. <laughs> priorities. We, <you> <laughs> <laughs> some, does. Yeah, 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 sure. I mean, some priorities should should be seen independent of the weekly review um or the weekly reset and some priorities in some week they might be part of the weekly reset because no serious uh, shit is burning at the moment (laughs) um and sometimes they might not be so that those are my thoughts about it um not being too harsh on it other than that very natural time units and yeah um, good concept for for thinking about it yeah uh, for for reflecting and for for organizing stuff um, because obviously what what we all have heard before um, switching between tasks rapidly makes you less effective so checking your emails <laughs> right <laughs> not uh, every hour but once at the end of the day or so is might be more effective there's the same thing same thing with um, your responsibilities over the week. Like.
0: <laughs> I right. mean, yeah,
1: you can... You can... Um, you can... Uh, vacuum your room every day a little bit. <laughs> like every day, uh, two square meters or so. And by the end of the week, you have vacuumed the same as vacuuming, vacuuming, vacuuming it. Whatever. You get what I mean. Um, <laughs> once at the end of the week. And you can transfer that metaphorical image here a bit to to your tasks yeah right
0: there's and actually you convinced
1: me to pick that up right now as well because it's sunday nice. and i think i will review a bit this brings me also to the question man um right. What in particular I mean, you kind of are combining um, your housework and different tasks and stuff that has piled up, like lists, um, where you put in thoughts um, with with self reflection, right? In a way, yes. Yeah. In a way, yeah. In in particular, the self reflection part, like what what are the points you are acting on? What are the points you are reflecting about? You mentioned as an instance,
0: personal relationships. Right. Well, okay. Uh, Maybe before I answer, I also want to clarify that all of that, that I just talked about in my weekly reset. uh, First of all, today was the first day I did that. (laughs) And (laughs) the other part is, it's also very intuitive for me. So as Elias said, if something comes up that needs my attention, that's important that I just solve right then and, Uh, I can just solve right then and there and, you know, it's okay. I don't wait for the weekend to come to (laughs) figure things out, obviously. But what I've noticed, again, especially in the first week, I was kind of checking my emails 20 times a day because all the professors were sending stuff. And I was checking all the different platforms regarding my schedule and blah, blah, blah. And I was really, I think, wasting three to four hours a day just doing that admin stuff and just making sure that my email inbox isn't exploding and that again got me thinking that even in weeks when i don't have that many emails coming in or whatever i still waste a lot of time on that admin stuff or i kind of use that as a way to procrastinate but still feel in a way productive so that's why i kind of want to implement that and when it comes to reflecting on more personal stuff like relationships and all of that, um, one part of the answer is that I have lists uh, in my second brain with kind of I, I, we talk <laughs> about that in private. We kind of networking lists different. <laughs> we are no, not cards. that. No 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 not that. <laughs> but I have lists with kind of my friendships and all of that, mm. and the things I want to work on in that friendships. In those rankings,
1: this is my super uh, first best friend of all times, and then there's the second. Oh, and you're on place five, get out of here!
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm joking. uh, I kind of have those lists with different Mm -hmm. friends, and the things uh, I feel like need work in that friendship or in that relationship, whatever, whatever. And I kind of at the end of the week reflect on those lists, read through them, and figure out okay, what has been improved what still needs work what's maybe an aspect that i'm really afraid to address um or that i just feel uncomfortable to address that i really want to focus on the next week all of that stuff so that's a part of it but the other part again most of those things are just happening in my head and what's important for me is that i have this weekly reset as i'm starting to develop that as a habit every week to at least take you know let's say in total one hour of my day to really deeply think about that stuff and figure out next steps in relationships mm-hmm. in uni work in whatever else um yeah man
1: okay so relationships uni work you mentioned um what else is there like all i, I guess um the as a thought right here what's What um, Stephen Coven in 7 Habits for Highly Productive People uh, introduced was um, the concept of getting to know all your different roles. First of all, you're the son of um, two people, at least. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are new uh, methods out there that make other stuff possible, but... um, You're a son, you might be a brother, you you might be a a grandson, you are a neighbor to someone, you're a psychology student, you you are friends to this and this and this person, you're a member of the community in general, Um, you might also be working, I don't know, part-time at a student consultancy, (laughs) getting to know about um, all these different roles and at the End of the week, like Sunday or so, reviewing um, how stuff went in those roles and defining targets or, or specifically reserving time to, to do something in the other, in, the, uh, in, in those roles uh, for the next week. Like, for example, take off some time to go to the cinema with your girlfriend. Yeah.
0: Right. I don't know, man. That's why I don't, I, that's why I generally don't like the topic of journaling because I feel like there are people who really need that structure and really need to put aside an hour of the day to think about that stuff because I don't know what they're doing the rest of the week. I mean, you don't need to,
1: you don't need to write it down, but are you thinking about it in that way?
0: Yes, yes. Kind of, and again, it's kind of happening non-stop throughout the week okay. and if there's okay. something okay. that i feel like really needs my attention right now for example um on what, what's today sunday on friday i kind of had this random realization that actually this week i haven't been able to talk a lot on the phone with my mm. little brother you know because there was yeah. just a lot going on we talked maybe four or five minutes in the evening and that was it so mm. i just decided right then and there to, to call him on Video and to talk for to him for like 20 minutes, you know, stuff like that. If yeah. something like that comes up, I don't wait for my weekly reset, whenever that is. And yeah. also with the re- weekly reset, I'm still thinking about how exactly I want to implement that. But I do have a very strong feeling that putting a an exact schedule to it won't work for me because it hasn't mm-hmm. worked in the past. I think, for example, Friday... I only have lectures till about 12. After that, basically, I'm free. So I kind of think about taking the afternoon on Friday to do that, to focus on my weekly reset and organize my files Mm -hmm. and all of that so that I have Friday evening and all through Monday to, again, focus on the important stuff and focus on getting stuff done. Um, But, yeah, man, that's just an issue I have with many... Proactivity tips and journaling prompts and all yeah, that yeah. because they kind of require you they're really helpful for people who i don't know how to say this without offending someone but i really do feel like they're for people who aren't able to just act on what is right in the moment and to just act on what they've been thinking about or whatever man i have no idea like my thoughts this episode i I'm just i'm just rambling <laughs> no worries no time. worries we but can, i think we can you kind of sort them out but i think you can you kind of get what i'm trying to say so i don't mm-hmm. feel like i need that highly organized thing because thinking yeah, yeah, about my yeah, different yeah, yeah. roles and thinking about my relationships with people i've done that for my whole life i don't need a system an external system to remind me of that but at the same time i want to be able to manage it a bit more systematically and i want mm-hmm. to be able to reference it in the future and that's why i kind of want to force myself a bit to maybe write it down maybe have a notion page for it or you know stuff mm-hmm. like that
1: okay man um where where do i start here <laughs> first of all um what i mentioned right now is yeah exactly only a system that might work for some people and it might not work for others um the general question i was asking myself is um are you going about everything very intuitively intuitively and just act on whatever comes up right now um, or are you also thinking of yourself in different roles or do you structure it differently um you might. You don't need to. You don't need to write down everything for those different roles you have. Obviously, um, you can also just think about it on Friday or whatever or whenever what you do. Um, so I was asking myself, how is is it just intuitive, and are you acting on what what comes up, or do you, yeah, do you have some kind of structure which you divide up your life into? I mean, it can be social and it can be work, obviously that's probably a division that many of us are are taking because of work-life balance
0: right so i am thinking in roles and i am well aware that i kind of have or choose to fulfill different roles and i want to make sure that i always do my best or at least try to do my best in those different roles but i do not have an external system again where i write that down and write down yeah. okay i'm a son therefore I, th- these are my responsibilities i'm a brother these are my responsibilities or whatever again mm-hmm. that's that's the part where it gets very very intuitive and where it gets, yeah it just gets yeah, very yeah. hard to explain because most of that stuff seems so obvious to me that i don't see the point in writing it down anywhere mm. um just like i don't know man just like in your morning routine you wouldn't write down wake up because that's just obviously you have to wake up to you know stuff like that that's kind of the way i see it and that's Mm -hmm. why i don't really i don't really see the point in writing that stuff down however as i said i do have lists with different people and what i want to work on in those relationships and all of that because that's just an area where i feel like I haven't thought much about it in the past, and that's just a new area for me to explore. And therefore, I feel like an external system in that case is very, very helpful. But with yeah, all the other stuff,
1: that's that's what I that's what I wanted to to ask you, um, because how how do you deal with um, not getting around to think to think about um, stuff? Because Obviously, you can act on stuff uh, at the moment when it comes up in your mind. Um, like, oh, I've, I think I've been neglecting my relationship with this and this person a bit too much. Um, I, yeah, how, how are you dealing with that? Because I see a benefit of like a weekly review where you are maybe quickly going through all of your roles mentally or uh, written on somewhere um, as kind of an awareness routine that makes you aware of of your roles again and to quickly that there you can quickly check man is everything all right in those spots whereas if you're only acting on it uh, intuitively um you might not even get around to think about um whether something's wrong (laughs) or where, where this stuff is going right yeah but that's what you also kind of said right now right um in some areas where you haven't thought about it a lot or where you haven't established like a thinking about it routine yet it's useful to have a, a structure like that
0: yeah man kind of like that but honestly kind of like that <laughs> yeah it's
1: oh I get it. yeah it's mm-hmm.
0: just very difficult to explain very intuitive mm. habits that have been going on for like 10 years and to explain why you don't need an external system for that, you know it's just like playing the piano when I need yeah. to practice or play the piano. I don't write down okay at first, I have to skim through the uh through the sheet music, and then I have to figure out figure out the fingering and then I have to you know it's just it's uh-huh. just part of the way I approach it. It's just part of my nature in in a way you know. And that yeah,
1: and that's why it's kind of important uh, or kind of interesting to explore it right now a bit to give the concept a name, which we established earlier, like with, with speech, <laughs> to to get to know yourself in that regard better, right? I don't. Would you agree? Would you not agree?
0: <laughs> not really, honestly. Because not really. Okay. Every time I've, I don't know, man. I'm. I'm honestly just right now. I'm just completely lost. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I've. I've I no idea, man. Well, because
1: oh. because I kind of heard right now a lot um, the word intuition, and it's yeah. up to intuition. But what does intuition mean for you? That's that would be like a question too. To to start out, where does intuition start? Where does it stop? And different related questions to that but uh obviously we are in our podcast episode already quite f- far in <laughs> it's just like a little a little nudge
0: to to think about it maybe <laughs> well okay it's interesting so do you feel the need to categorize intuition and to think okay where does it start where does it end do you have a clear structure for that? Because I think the very definition no, of No, we will not. I, I
1: can promise you already, we will not get to a clear definition of it or a clear structure of it that everyone well, obviously, can agree
0: obviously, on. Obviously, <laughs> but that's that's why I think that's the very definition yeah. of intuition, that it can't be structured. <laughs> and it doesn't have yeah. a clear start or end. And therefore, mm-hmm. therefore, any external system you create for it doesn't live up To what real intuition is. Yeah.
1: And um, When it comes about. That's that's already a good thought right here. That we have right. (laughs) Well but when it comes to.
0: (laughs) When it comes to solving problems. um, Or as I said. Or as we said. Kind of thinking about your different roles. And your responsibilities to fulfill. And all of that. Hmm. Your intuition is way more powerful. And is able to handle way more. Complex ideas and concepts than any external system would ever be able to do. And it would, for me, in many cases, obviously, there are some things that I really want to have structured externally. My uni staff is highly organized. Uh, Many parts of my personal life are highly organized. My book notes, whatever. But there are certain (laughs) things that if I were to organize them in an external system, that would just take so much efficiency away from from the whole system it's like it's like selling your old toyota no selling your lamborghini to drive (laughs) in an old toyota you know yeah that's kind of the way i see it i think
1: yeah man then we already get to some some kind of result man there are some areas (laughs) where intuition is very very powerful for you now you need would need to figure out okay what are those areas um where can i apply intuition effectively and where can i not and there are other areas where, okay, man, um, it, it, it seems to be not uh, the most effective way. What I was trying to do right now was um, to kind of get you into, like, philosophizing about it a bit more. Like, what does the concept intuition actually mean? Where is it applicable? What we're not. Um, uh, there, there I see, like, the, the charm of philosophy, of studying philosophy a bit, like... <laughs> Getting into um take not taking things for granted anymore, right? Like Right. At the beginning you were quite sure about what intuition means for you, right? And now by a bit questioning a bit more. <laughs>
0: no, I still know really what it is, but this episode I just for some reason am not able to formulate right. any coherent thought for whatever reason. <laughs> and okay, then it might also have to do with that. Yeah man, it's yeah. just whatever. But sure, but, may, maybe um, we can do ho- a, a separate I, episode yeah, on intuition, yeah. and talk about yeah, it more philosophically yeah. if you
1: want. I, but I, I, I hope you just saw a bit the charm of of the philosophy. <laughs>
0: no, honestly, I'm just I'm general, just annoyed at myself. But sure, I saw the <laughs> char- charm of philosophy. Sure. <laughs> okay, being annoyed. <laughs> Let's yourself. put it like that. <laughs> okay,
1: if you don't have any major thoughts left on this topic, then I'd say no. we we might end we might end this episode i mean sure. i still have a bunch of notes on why it's so good and useful journaling blah blah <laughs> but let's sum it up i'd say
0: go ahead i'm not talking yeah. anymore <laughs> you're not <laughs> talking not. anymore yeah, you lost <laughs>
1: your right to talk man i need a new podcast uh, podcast uh, co-host out there please <sighs> uh, we yeah. need to replace Yassin. <laughs> yeah guys we Again. accept
0: applications please someone God.
1: Yeah. okay why why is um, journaling first of all so useful it creates a sense of accountability all the stuff that you put out there s- suddenly becomes physical you have to deal with it um, by giving things name you can first of all differentiate them from each other you you get a better feeling about what words apply to yourself what concepts and whatnot and you're actually also entering like a process of of discovery about yourself uh, where you can act a bit more on for example what intuition means for you (laughs) if you're noting that down in your journal um so the writing part is very important there then third of all okay you're tracking or you're keeping track a bit of yourself you have all those notes accessible in the future you can see how you changed from let's say three months ago or a year ago to how you are now and whether you're on the right trajectory um yeah and i guess it's a good place to be honest to yourself right (laughs) maybe we should have gone into that a bit more like being honest to yourself as a general advice i'd say um yeah uh, let's take that exactly be honest to yourself um because if you can't be honest to yourself on in your personal notebook then man something must be really quite fucked up if you're even lying to yourself um which we all obviously do from time to time um other than that adapt all those frameworks or whatever is out there to your personal needs because as i recognized in this episode some of that stuff might not be as useful as productivity gurus want you to believe they are. Um, so adapt them to your personal needs. You also don't need to journal in a certain way. You can also maybe think about it intuitively. Whatever floats your boat, as I like to say. And I guess whatever you do, do it consistently and make it a habit. <laughs> yeah, Um i don't know agree don't agree with the summary <laughs> is that all yeah, right I mean, anything to add yeah you, you're obviously. done for this I, episode man i'm done <laughs> man
0: i'm just i'm just so pissed at myself it's incredible no but yeah I, it, anyways. it was all right man. It's, it's okay anyways anyways nice summary uh you saved the episode and <laughs> uh, yeah, i, <laughs> I think it's time it's time to just say to goodbye just yeah. Wish you guys a nice week. Maybe consider doing the weekly reset. Who knows? And uh, yeah, man. We released the episode on Friday.
1: You. you have enough time to
0: do that. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Leave, a subscribe, or like, or review, or whatever, and, and comment.
1: Of um, I was I was there. If you made it until here, <laughs> I episode. was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: And hope to see you guys next week. Bye-bye.